0: All right, everyone, I want to thank you for tuning into the ADD Sports Show. What I want you to do right now is think of the best commercial you've ever seen for a product, any product you want. You remember that commercial? Now what I want you to do is send a message to that product and tell them that they owe the ADD show money for advertising them. And you go and do as many people as you want, and then you just tell them, to send us money you tell us what product it is you were thinking about and then we'll send them a bill as well and tell them listen we got people to think about your product you owe us money thank you for listening to the ADD show what is up everyone oh man it's been a minute, one or two. <laughs> we got a new computer. Uh, we're not going to have the same mistakes as before. Hopefully our station is going to be running 24 hours a day again. It has been now for like two weeks. I think we've had it up and running for 24 hours a day again. we using a lot of no new ADD show, but there's been some new BS shows on there. You need to go check it out. Uh, If you're listening to the live show, welcome to ADD Sports. I'm your host, the Notorious GMFB. Host, creator, the great mind behind it all. What else can I say about myself that, you know, makes me sound humble? There's not much. There is a big loss, though, to Tampa Bay Radio. Steve Dumig passed away this week from 6.20, or I guess they go by 95.3 now. They don't go by the AM's moniker anymore. Dumig passed away. He was their 3 o'clock guy for a long time. I know he had brain cancer. I'm pretty sure it was brain cancer. He missed a lot of time. He came back not too long ago and did and did it, and then uh, then he f- uh, finally left again. He was, he was really ill. Either you like Steve Dumig or you couldn't stand him. I was one of those people who... I, I, that's why I liked about him, because we had this love-hate relationship. I mean, that guy would piss me off sometimes. He really would. He would say some things that would just get under your skin. He would treat callers poorly at times, hang up on them. But the guy knew his stuff. And he also did something that was really special in, in sports radio, where there's not a lot of them who do a show 100% by themselves. You know, Jim Rome is 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 one. He's very talented. But you know, like like look at all the shows. You know, Colin Coward. He has he has people with him on his show. All everyone, everyone, every major one. You know, Dan Patrick. They Dan Patrick has four other people to talk to. I mean, that's a that's a big room. What they do with the Dan Patrick show that's special is they don't overtalk each other. And which is really hard to do when you have five people with a microphone in front of them. That's They're very patient, and they pick their spots well. But with Mr. Dumig, that guy would do a four-hour show all by himself. He would start with an opening monologue that was, man, I'd have to say he'd go in that 12-minute range on an opening monologue by himself, just yelling into a microphone. <laughs> it was quite hysterical. What, what cracks me up, though, now is, you know, of course, when somebody passes away, there's an overreaction to be ultra nice where, you know, Steve Dumig was this great guy on the air. And, you know, he treated everyone with compassion, never hung up on anyone. that is, couldn't be farther from the truth. Steve Dumig was, he, he would be a jerk at times, but that doesn't mean he was a jerk. That was just a character he was playing on his show. It does It's not, not indicative of who he is if you talked about, you know, how he was on the air. I wouldn't think so. But... Tampa Bay, I don't know, what would you call him? He was the godfather to Tampa Bay sports. I mean, he goes back to the early 90s of broadcast. And that that sound you hear in the background, that show dog going at it over there, he's grinding on his paw. What the? Oh, man, I lost my train of thought. I actually have a wonderful idea for the station. I, I I'm going to need some backup on this. But I think... Like sometimes around midnight every day, we should do an hour. We're on the station, we just say the word moist. 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 I wonder if people would tune in and listen to that. Oh, I have a new addiction too. Oh my God. I'm glad it just happened. We purchased the Ring Doorbell. Oh. Who knew it would be so much fun just to sit there and watch outside your front house on a phone? I was literally sitting at the window in front of my house with my back turned to the window, watching the app of my front yard. (laughs) 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 Who does that? I don't know. When I was when I was my first apartment I had with two of my best friends when uh, we were younger we had a peephole and we were at the end of a hallway and it was Jason hit Mark Zuhl, and myself we three of us lived there and we would literally take turns who sat and looked out the peephole of who was coming down the hall you know it was just like the, you were somebody was constantly at the peephole and that's what this ring doorbell does you know I found Nicole watches it too I'm not the only one and I imagine lots of people who have the doorbell are always like, what's going on in front of my house? Cause you know what? There's some little punk in my neighborhood who keeps on taking my orchids off of my front oak tree. I I, I said that wrong. There's some little punk in my neighborhood who's out there messing with my orchids. I'm gonna get them. What kind of accent is that? Is that my uh is that my Jamaican? Did that sound Jamaican? I'm going to get. <laughs> Did Charlie just say no? <laughs> Did the dog just say no? <laughs> I just got heckled by a dog. <laughs> Man. Oh, I... <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm going to have to talk with management about the moist hour. <laughs> but you just torture yourself just listen to it over and over and say it different i don't know should you say it the same way every time or change it like moist 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 or just always moist 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 man we have the pga tournament going on Brooks (laughs) Brooks Kepka. <laughs> Wait, which part? What are you pointing at? My list? Oh, that I have the moist hour written up there on, on the board? <laughs> yes. Yes, I had to remind myself to talk about the moist hour. And if you look farther down, the moist hour, my dog heckled me on it. But we have, I have graduation heckling. I have an idea for like a video to do where you, you like sneak your way into a high school graduation. And when they're graduating, you start heckling them. Send them back to kindergarten. You know, boo 3.8. That sucks. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a good idea though? I I like it. We'll... Who could we get though to break in or to, to try? Cause you need a ticket to go to graduation. Hmm. Maybe an old man, begins his name begins with an M and ends with an Erdok. Would would he do it? I think he could. Mm-hmm. We'd have to talk. We'd probably have to give him a pizza or something for doing that. Maybe two. <laughs> oh man, you know what? I don't have no. I have no idea what's wrong with the world today, but. There is a new sex allegation or sexual assault allegation on Ohio State University going back to 1979. They have 177 former students are about to file a lawsuit against Ohio State University. Oh, man. What? And it's this has been reported on since 1978. Now, the one thing with this is going to be different. The doctor in question has already committed suicide. He killed himself in two back in 2005. So, I mean, there's an admission of... Ohio State's already come out and apologized or, and said, you know, they feel for the victims and everything. But they knew about it. I mean, I, we, I know we live in an age where at least they come out and apologize now. They're not trying to hide it. But they did for 79 until now. You, you know, 20, 30 years, 40 years. 40 years of hiding something. <laughs> and... They knew about it and they still waited for claims to come forward. At what point do universities who know about these doctors now come out and they're just going to they're just going to go strong and be like, "Listen, we know this doctor. We had reports of this back in the day. I wasn't the school president at this time, so I didn't know about it, but I'm going to take care of this now instead of waiting for a news report to come through and do it. Instead of waiting, instead of waiting for somebody to come at us, and have to defend ourselves or just apologize. We're going to apologize right now, and we're going to say, "Here's our settlement offer." I mean, it, 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 I, you'd have to wait for the number of people to apply, but 177 former students at Ohio State and football players. This isn't like a gymnastics thing. This former foot—they're saying NFL players, former NFL players are, you know, involved in this. I think the report I read had three former NFL players. And but with this one. It's mostly boys that were being abused. Like this doctor would make them strip down, 100% strip down, and he would have them come to his house, come to other places. So, I mean, 1979, I was alive in 1979, so I'll tell you, it was a much different world. But man, I, I don't know. How how do you stand by and watch a grown man make somebody strip down if you're the nurse or something? And I know that this guy went and did a private practice and one of the people who worked for him quit and went forward. And now it's all. And a lot of them are saying they just finally feel good because people are believing them. It's just how does that happen? I mean, we just had the Larry Nasser thing. We had what's his name up at Penn State. What was his name? That guy, he's dead now, too, right? They're all dead. Nasser's still alive, but. Oh, man, what was his name at Penn State? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm brain farting. Sandusky. Oh, yeah, Sandusky, that's right. Oh, what Did you see his son, Sandusky's son, has been accused of sexual assault? You know? Imagine where he learned it from. Mm. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. I really want to do the graduation heckling when I look at the board and I see that. Send them back to kindergarten. I think that's I think that's gold. (laughs) Right? Do something. I don't know if anyone. We were watching. uh, We were watching the uh, the what was it? The Preakness was yesterday, and a a horseless or, or a riderless jockeyless horse. I'll get it right eventually. A jockeyless horse. He bucked his jockey right at the beginning of the race and then the horse is running the race, actually. No, no, no. He didn't win. <laughs> he didn't win. But it was um he was running the race and at one point he was the last horse, so they finally sent somebody out to try to get him and you know, on another horse, and they were riding up to grab his reins and slow him down. Once that other horse got next to him, that he took off. Like he was ready to run again. He was in he was part of the lead pack for quite a while. His name was as uh, Boat Express, I think was the name of the horse. Very weird horse series because the Kentucky Derby winner didn't run yesterday, I guess. I don't know. I haven't paid attention to it. But the Kentucky Derby had such a big controversy about it. Oh, man. This is a lot harder than I thought it was to come out here and do this all by myself. It gives more, more respect to Mr. Dumig. It reminds me of when I first started doing this. You just have to nod your head. There's somebody in the room with me, and I just need him to nod his head. He's not going to talk. so yeah, he's, he's really attractive. But when we first started doing the ADD show, it wasn't even the ADD show. It was the George show, and I would do it by myself, and I felt like I was racing and racing all the time. Like, you're just so excited, and you're going, and you're talking. And I don't know if I made any sense at times. I probably didn't. People are listening right now going, man, that doesn't make sense at all. I wonder if I should do a show where I try to be the most boring person possible. And then somebody's going to write in and say, you're not doing that right now? I don't know. No, I think I'm pretty funny sometimes. No? <laughs> I don't know if anyone saw NASCAR last night, but we had the Rumble at the All-Star Race. It is so funny to watch NASCAR drivers fight, especially when one of them is still in the vehicle. <laughs> Ryan Newman, who used to be the driver for my cousin's te- uh, team, uh, where he's the, he's, uh, the aerodynamics guy on, on the car. Well, I actually had some really good stories about Ryan Newman, but I'm not about to tell any of them because it's, it's not firsthand information. It's, you know, secondhand information. But he's a, he's, a, he's a character. And anyone who's ever watched NASCAR knows that Ryan Newman is a douchebag driver. Like, he won't let anyone pass him. Ryan Newman could be in last place in the race, three laps down, and the leader comes around to him. He's going to race the leader of the race like they're racing for the lead of the race, not first place against last place. He doesn't know how to just let somebody pass. So I always find it funny when drivers like this get upset when somebody else races them hard. And that's exactly what apparently he had a problem with last night. He got raced a little hard. They, it, it went on. It was way, way earlier in the race, too. And then when the race ends, he decides to, Ryan Newman decides to put Clint Boyer in the wall. And it's like, I don't, that's my problem with NASCAR, though. These cars are worth, I don't know. How much is a NASCAR worth? About $180,000, I think, up. We're going up to a quarter of a million dollars for a NASCAR to purchase. Bumper to bumper finish on it, whatever it is. These guys out there on the track think it's okay to put those cars in the wall. Like They have no respect for the amount of money that goes into these vehicles. And NASCAR doesn't care either. It's one of the reasons why I, I've kind of moved away from NASCAR, and I'm more of a Formula One guy now when it comes to my racing. Not kind of. It's 100% for me. I I watched the Daytona 500. How much is it? 150000 Oh, okay. I was pretty close with the 180 the first time around. Huh proud of myself Put myself on the back there yeah. but i have definitely moved on to formula one over nascar i was a huge nascar fan but when your drivers get old and retire and i don't know you just got i like all i like most drivers there's a bunch i don't care for in nascar but they all seem really whiny these days I'm not sure, but even in Formula One, they're whiny drivers, too, like Lewis Hamilton, Sebastian Vettel. I mean, they're the best drivers in the world over there, and they they whine and cry, too. So maybe it's just everybody when something bad happens. I would never whine and cry, personally. You know, oh, my God, I have a hysterical story to tell, though. So since the show's been off the air for, what, two months now, we were off the air, close to when the computer went down. We had our computer meltdown. You know, funds for stuff is kind of slim when your advertisers don't pay. I, I don't know what's wrong with Coca Cola, why they don't pay us the money they owe us. You know, there's another thing. I just said Coca Cola, they owe me money now. But so we were we were down for a little bit, and I was getting the I was getting so antsy that, and I didn't realize like I was in, I was in a bad mood from not doing a show. Like this is my pleasure time. Come in here and let you know just entertain. Oh seriously, you know if you got to rub one out, you got to rub one out. I know my voice is very soothing to people. So sometimes, you know, they're like, oh "My god, that that GMFB, notorious GMFB, he's got the pipes." And I'm just gonna, yep, done, finished. But I was so bored, listen to this. I was so bored of not doing a show. I when Nicole would come home and she'd be like, "George, I have to tell you something." I'd be like, I would bring her into the studio and sit her down and we'd put the headphones on and I'd have her tell me that way. And I would just get so excited, you know, because we're, you know, we're just talking, talking. I don't even I wasn't really paying attention because she kept on saying things like it's over. And I kept on saying, no, no, we're going to get the show back together. Other things like you never listen to me. And I'm like, no, no, we're going to get the band back together. We're going to do the show. And she's like, it's over. I'm leaving. I haven't seen Nicole in a while now, but hopefully she should come back. I, I, I forget what she was saying, though, but she'll she'll be back. Maybe she went into that one spot that's always dirty, and then when I wake up in the morning, it's always clean. No one's ever... <laughs> there. There's a video out there of a guy who talks about this magic spot in his house. It's his coffee table in his house. It's this magical spot where he goes to bed and puts stuff down there, and then he comes back, and it's clean all the time. And he has no idea what happened, but he thinks his girlfriend sat on it. And she disappeared too, because she's not around anymore. (laughs) I need a laugh track or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, wow. No, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Proud to be here. Hmm. Is that for the Rays being in first place? Tampa Bay Rays one of the best teams in baseball got there it is go Rays Mm. Tampa Bay fans need something to cheer about after the lightning collapse in the playoffs I mean oh what a debacle it's so nice to see the baseball team come out and play exceptional baseball to start the season um maybe not the best record in baseball but one of them first place in the AL East by far the toughest division in baseball the highest payroll on the top two teams. I, I let me look. I'm trying to think of the Dodgers have a high payroll, but who's in that division with them? Oh, the Diamondbacks? The Diamondbacks isn't they're a very good team, but they're not up there in payroll. That's why what the Rays do. Hmm. They went out and spent more they spent money on Morton on the pitching staff this year. He's got uh he's like 15 mil a year, which is Ridiculous when you look at the Rays But the Rays actually They believe they have a team to contend And not only contend but win Or else they wouldn't spend $15 million on a pitcher You got Blake Snell The defending Cy Young award winner and A batting lineup littered with guys That you're like who? <laughs> Who's this Yandy Diaz guy? Yandy Diaz Yandy Diaz hits the ball Really hard Top paid teams in baseball. The Red Sox, Cubs, Yankees, Dodgers, and then the Giants. Man, what are the Giants spending money on? (laughs) Wait a minute. The Giants are the fifth highest payroll in baseball for a 19-25 record. A 432 winning percentage. The fifth highest payroll in baseball. Who's running these teams? How do you spend that much money to be not... Below average, like six games under. Wow, six games under five hundred for Tampa Bay Rays have the lowest payroll in baseball. What is that at? Is, does that say forty nine million for the team to have one of the best teams in baseball for forty nine million? That's amazing. Oh wow, I wish I would look that stuff up before I got on the air so it would sound like I knew what I was saying instead of you pulling it up for me and, you know. Or this is what we can do. I'm I'm talking when I'm talking, I'm talking to my producer guy over here, people. I got a producer. I don't do this by myself. Riley? Ryan? My producer Ryan? <laughs> I love it when you say something, and your producer just puts his head in his hand and looks down at the ground, and is like, oh, I'm working with incompetence over here. Oh, I have to deal with this stupidity. Oh. I bet it hurts to listen to me knowing you can't say anything. That's right. You sit there and click the keyboard. Last year, the Rays had the third lowest pay- payroll in baseball. What? Let me see. At $78 million, they were a 90-win team, at seven, and they paid less money this year, $49 million for a better team. I mean, right, right now you can say it's better. Last year, that team was really good last year, and a lot of people didn't pay attention. And that's when they cut everyone. They got rid of everybody last year. And they skyrocketed. They had a 90-win team not to make the playoffs. I think it's only happened once before in the wildcard era that a 90-win team didn't make the playoffs. And everyone forgets, they started off really poorly last year. It was in the media. They were going to lose 100 games last year. I thought so. I believed what everyone else was saying. When you, you have Steve Carney. Well, maybe not Steve Carney. Of anyone, we had a guy in the studio. A guy in this own studio was on board with them being terrible, and they weren't. It, it's one of the best surprises I've had in sports was the Rays last year. When you think a team's going to be that bad, and it's one of your teams, I, I, I openly admit, I'm a, I'm a Tampa, Tampa Bay Rays guy. I've been a fan of there since 1998 when they came into the league. I was a Mets guy, but once we got a team here where I live, I was like, I'm going to get on board with these guys because, you know, it's here. It's just like the lightning. But so, oh, man, the lightning. It still hurts when I say lightning. How do you have the best record? Not just in hockey, in the history of the sport, <laughs> you tied. What was it? The '96 Detroit Red Wings. But I don't think I don't think they won the championship either, though. To be honest with you, I think they lost. But the Lightning got swept in the first round. The Bulls are the only team to do that Yeah. It's well, do. Last year with the Lightning, it was they played too hard, and then they they didn't play too hard. They played, and then at the end of the year, they coasted into the playoffs, and the reason they didn't make the Stanley Cup was because they took the foot off the pedal during the end of the season. And then this year, they're like, no, we're going to keep our foot on the pedal. So last year, it was because you took your foot off. This year, it's because we went too hard with them. It's like, maybe it's the players. At some point, you have to say these players that we've assembled, although great great spectacular are never going to get it all together. When you I think about the last time when the Lightning won a championship, they had Dave Andrechuk. He was the veteran that they brought in and they had Vinny and Martin St. Louis and and but Dave Andrechuk is the one who brought that team together. Maybe but oh, man, they Stephen Stamkos is a veteran. You you don't have to bring you don't have to bring he should be the veteran voice in the locker room or I don't it's just It's kind of unfathomable what they did. But, uh, like I say, we have the Tampa Bay Rays who are, man, back in first place. They went down on Friday night. They lose a very tough game. A game they're leading in the bottom of the ninth. They're leading 3-1, to and they give up three runs in the bottom of the ninth inning to the New York Yankees, and the Yankees finally take first place in the division. First time all season, the Yankees are in first place. And then the Rays come back yesterday, and the Rays play them tough. And when you when you're looking at the Tampa Bay Rays, the series that they've lost this year, I think they lost a series to to the Royals, which was kind of shocking. But I think they missed it. The, there was a game, a rainout game in that too, so it wasn't it's not a complete series. It's a four game series. They only played three of them. A five game series, and they only played four of them. And there there was an okay. And then they lost to the Red Sox in a series. They got swept by the Red Sox actually. But then they went back to Boston the next time and won two, and a game got rained out again. But they won two of the games out of the, uh, the three, possible three. The other one's going to be made up. And now they lost a series to the Yankees. But when you look at these games where they're even losing these series, in the Boston series, they got swept. They, got, they might have been swept, but they were in every single game. It, w- it was a tremendous feat by them. Yeah, they lose 6-4. to. This is to Boston. They lost 6-4. They lost 6-5. And they lost 4-3 in 11 innings. Every game coming down to the final at bat. I even think in the games when they lost, they had runners on base in the ninth inning where they could, you know, home run ties the game up for them. And then with the Yankees, I think there was one game against the Yankees that got out of control that they lost. I think Blake Snell got shelled in that game pretty hard. He was down. They were down like 5-2 early. So... Maybe five two something like that. Two. Seven two was the final. Okay, seven two was the final, but I think Blake Snell was the one where they were down. They were down like four or five nothing, maybe five one early in that game. Blake Snell got taken out. He's your Cy Young pitcher, too. Uh, they lost to Kansas City ten to two with Snell. Ten to two with Snell? Hmm. Oh, that might be the one then that I'm thinking of. Snell has not been himself or it's hard to maybe not being yourself but that that's what separates you from being elite and Blake Snell got paid already he got they gave him a new contract this year maybe not top tier money but he's i think it's in the 10 mil or a year range something like that which is which is fine but you're a Cy Young award winner the this the disparity in baseball now where the where they pay people is kind of ridiculous oh, <laughs> he's got no chin Blake Snell he just pulled up Blake Snell and shook his head a little bit yeah he's you see him from the side his face just goes straight down into his chest <laughs> I'm not even joking you ever see oh have you seen you need to pull this up have you seen the picture of Matthew Perry where he looks like Beaker from where his neck and everything is all in one with his head oh man it's such a horrible picture of him I also have other news. I don't know if you heard this, but they're going to remake All in the Family. And it's going to be Woody Harrelson and Marissa Tomei as Archie and Edith Bunker. I just blew somebody's mind. I'm so excited about this because I'm wondering you know, you have two superstar actors, and it's going to be a live show from what I heard. They're going to do it live, kind of like a play. And to be honest, I've never enjoyed that. I don't like the way it looks or anything when you do when they do a live show. I believe Scrubs did one that was live. It was, I ne- I I didn't make it through it. Lots of shows have done live shows. Some. They did a live show on Whose Line Is It Anyway? Drew Carey. They did a musical though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's a musical. I can't help it. Once they start singing and dancing, it's I don't know, I lose so much interest in it. There's another another TV show is about to end today. Game of Thrones. It's been spectacular. Love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. I think it's wonderful. This is why when you watch a show, you go into it with no reservations. You go into it saying, "Let them let the writers do what they're going to do and enjoy their product." Uh, there are a lot of fan theories about the last episode. And I think it's brilliant what they do. Uh, everyone wants to argue. There's actually a petition out there. There's actually a petition out there of 25,000 people who want them to rewrite and reshoot the entire final season. Over a million. Oh, come on. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. main come out against the last <laughs> It's a show. It's a show. I like how at the end of the last episode. Oh, I hope people know, in my opinion, that's Charlie. He's like chewing on the bones from the fight scene of Game of Thrones. There's the fan theory out there that Arya died in the final episode last week. I tend to think, and I'm telling you this, I don't expect her to be in tonight's show. Because I think that whole riding off on the white horse thing, I think that was saying goodbye. There's others that think because that horse is shown dying in the very first fight scene, that she's dead, that she's a ghost and got up and got on the horse and her and the ghost horse rode away. I can buy into that, too. It's Game of Thrones. It's a, it's a show that we we had zombies basically dead people and Dragons so why isn't anything believable anything everything and everything should be believable in that show they killed off the main character in this first season and people got upset about that and lost their mind who you know who didn't read the books you know but now we're in parts where there are no books to go by as a guideline there's no guideline and as far as I know, the writers of Game of Thrones and the writer of the books collaborated and they kind of agreed on how to how to finish this thing off. So, I'm willing to go with what they they've done. It's not it's not going to bother me. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Actually, I'll probably be pretty jacked tonight though. I am so looking forward to the final episode. Oh, man. The man. The mad queen. I'm going to text you everything that's going to happen before it happens. <laughs> I was just told that I'm going to receive text messages telling me everything that's going to happen. What you need to do though is write that text and then once the show's over hit send so I can read it and go through it. R- write the text like go home and write the text that you're going to send me but send it to me as soon as the show's over so I can be like see if you if you knew it. Like like program it as a timed text for like 10:30. Cuz by 10 10- All depending on how long. I mean, even if my phone rings at 1030 and the show's not over yet, I'm still not going to read it. My phone's going in my room. I'm going to be in my zone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I wish you could talk. (laughs) Another show ended this week. And Big Bang Theory, either you liked it or you didn't. 50% of the shows are really funny. The other 50%, I mean, they're just okay. I mean, I'll be perfectly honest. The first three seasons of that show were spectacular they were hysterical then they kind of went into a lull but after almost 10 years of watching it i'm not gonna lie i kind of cried at the final episode we just watched it last night on recording it was an hour me and nicole and i'm like oh my god nicole if you were because uh her uncle was with us watching it i'm like if the two of you weren't here i would have been bawling watching that final episode like I, I, tears in my eyes watching it. I would have bawled all by myself. Like, <laughs> Jonathan, oh, Jonathan, oh, they're friends. Oh man, they're such good together. That was a close
1: one. I almost went home with that guy. You doing okay? Do we need to go? You no, know, I'm fine. I admit, all these people did take me by surprise at first, but I've learned that I can accept change. Since when I managed it when Amy switched her shampoo from Prel to Prel for oily hair, <laughs> although I do miss the way her head used to slide off the pillow.
0: <laughs> this is Big Bang Theory without a laugh track. May I help you? Oh, wow. who are you? Oh, I'm Denise, the new assistant manager.
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's not edited or anything. Can you believe it? In the past decade, I have spent thousands of dollars in that store, and this is the thanks I get. You're right. I mean, he could at least get you a mug. He gave me a mug. What do you think I'm drinking out of? Do you even pay attention? Honestly, less and less. Amy, the comic <laughs> book store is like my version of the country in Black Panther. Okay, I'm afraid this is going to get really offensive to a certain groups. The nation of Wakanda was a hidden gem. That is so weird how
0: keep that keep is that edited way, together. Because they
1: knew if they opened it up to the world, everything that was special about it would get ruined. Are you done? Yes. Oh, okay. That both made sense and wasn't offensive.
0: And to make things That's worse, Stewart so hired some woman. That is so weird to actually watch that without, laugh without the laugh track in it. Because I find Sheldon funny, and I've seen that episode so many times. So, But it's kind of weird because it wasn't making sense, right? Was that making sense? Wow. Shows like that are written, written for. Even shorter, even shorter than the yeah, that has to be. That's not a 22-minute show, right? A half-hour show is 22 minutes long when you watch it on Netflix or something. 14. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they, that's what I'm saying. Halfway through Big Bang Theory, like season four started to get, or not season four, maybe five, six, they, it started to get really not funny. It wasn't, I don't know, but I, last night, the last three episodes of the season this year, they were, they were funny because I had known about the, the laugh track thing for a while. So I was actually watching to see if stuff was funny, but I know the character so well. So when they do something, I, I'm entertained by that because I've, you know, 10 years of watching a show. I know I know what all the characters are. I know their personalities. Oh, two dudes working out on a screen. Yeah, now I'm into it. Yes, please, please. Okay, let's this is go. Seinfeld.
1: We're in the mood for a cheeseburger.
0: No, we got to go to the soup place.
1: What soup place? Uh, there's a soup stand. Kramer's been going there. He's always raving. I finally got a chance to go there the other day, and I tell you this, you will be stunned. Stunned by soup? You can't eat this soup standing up your knees, Buckle. There's only one caveat. The guy who runs a place is a little temperamental, especially about the ordering procedure. He's secretly referred to as the soup Nazi. Why, what? what happens if you don't order right? He yells and you don't get your soup. What? Just follow the ordering procedure and you will be fine. All right, all right, let's, let's go That's, over that again. All right. Oh. That's kind of hard right, right there the too. walk in the place, move
0: immediately to your right. Oh, wow. So the
1: main thing is to keep the line moving. So you hold out your money, speak your soup in a loud, clear voice, step to the left and receive. So right. Very important not to embellish on your order. No extraneous comment. One no of the best questions. episodes in the history no of Seinfeld. No oh, I'm really scared. The
0: <laughs> Medium turkey That's funny. chili. That is super funny. Medium crab bisque.
1: It's like an bread. SNL. Just forget skin. it, let it go. Excuse me, uh, I think you forgot my bread. Bread, two dollars extra. Two dollars? Everyone in front of me got free bread. You want bread? Yes, please.
0: Three dollars. <laughs> Nothing for you. <laughs> oh wow! And they take the sound effects out of it too. Like that's supposed to be a register. Metal. There's supposed to be a register ringing there. Watch. Like, they take all the sound effects out. Good afternoon. One large crab bisque to go. (laughs) We're replaying it. Oh, no. Oh, this is the next day? Okay. Red. Beautiful.
1: You're pushing your luck, little man. (laughs) Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Hey there. Um, uh
0: she's wonderful
1: oh oh one maligatani and um what is that right there is that lima bean yes never been a big fan oh
0: he is not happy
1: (laughs) you know what does has anyone ever told you you look exactly like al pacino you know (laughs) a (laughs) sensible (laughs) woman very good
0: very good you know something
1: no fool for
0: you. <laughs> i back. Oh, one year. Like the last year. Oh this, man, this, this, that's so death? funny. Julia Louis uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. She's maybe the funniest woman in the history of television. She's up there. She's like in Lucille Ball category to me because she's been on Seinfeld. She had the she had the the one show. It was on for a long time. I didn't watch it, but it was what her and an, and her ex's new wife have the same name. So the new... The new adventures of old Christine. Something like that. The New Adventures of Old Christine. She has that. And Veep just ended. Veep's been on the air for like nine years. And if, I don't know if anyone's watched Veep. You need to go back. It is super funny. She's a D-bag politician in it. She's hysterical. Her, like her timing and... Oh, man. But that show is so well written. Veep. There's jokes upon jokes and you're laughing and you're missing jokes because they're so stacked up on top of each other and they're all so offensive like you're listening and you're cringing on the inside at some of the things they're saying but you can't help but laugh it's just such a wonderful show but that's that's remarkable when with with Big Bang Theory with the no laugh track and they t- all the sounds taken out of it compared to Seinfeld because Seinfeld seems to run a lot smoother they just had the sound effects then. oh yeah yeah Definitely without the sound
1: effects.
0: (laughs) That's pretty funny. I was just showing a thing Seinfeld without laugh tracks. Did you mean curb your enthusiasm? It's exactly what it is. It's Larry David. Oh boy. (laughs) I love me some Seinfeld, but I loved, uh, I did enjoy the Big Bang Theory. I'm sad to see it end. It, it was a good show. I know. Wasn't some people's cup of tea. It was kind of forced down your throat after a while, but you know, it is. It's over. Game of Thrones is going to be over tonight. I was happy with the way Big Bang ended. I'm probably going to be pretty happy with the way Game of Thrones a- ends because, you know, it is what it is. I'm not the writer. Catch on the belly. <laughs> <laughs> but I what I am going to watch today, PGA Championship, which is all but over because Brooks Kepka, it was run away with it. He's not the new Tiger Woods, but wow, this is going to be his fourth major in the last like six majors, something like that, seven majors. He, this would be his back-to-back PGA Championship. He won back-to-back U.S. Opens. Maybe if he could perform at the British, I believe the British is the next major. No, the next major is going to be the U.S. Open on Father's Day, and then the British Open is sometime uh, later on in the summer. The PGA Championship got moved up now. It used to be the final major of the year, but now they've moved it into the early summer rotation for better. Uh, try to get better ratings out of it. What am I looking at here? Past winners? Schedule. PGA Tour schedule. Oh, okay. Yeah, the U.S. Open is going to be in June got the memorial in between it memorial the memorial's not even played on memorial day weekend you know that how ridiculous is that (laughs) uh second place in the pga championship we have a bunch of people tied uh they are tied at three under but brooks is at 13 i mean he's got like a 10 stroke lead going into the final round i can't The last time I think this happened was Tiger Woods, probably back in 2000. Something like that at a U.S. Open. And Tiger. Brooks Koepka in the midst of one of the best majors we've ever. (laughs) I mean, it's a broken record. Wait. Oh, he's seven up. I thought Dustin Johnson was at three under. Oh, okay, So he's seven up. It's not 10. I thought it was at three and Brooks was at 13. It's 12 and five. Tiger didn't make the cut. I believe Tiger didn't make the cut. The last time I watched, he was one stroke above getting uh being eliminated. And he was eliminated, correct? Yep. Yeah, Tiger. Because he shot like five over and the cut was four over. and Yeah, he didn't have his game. He's won, he's won at Bethpage Black before where they're playing up on Long Island. Brutal golf course. Um, if you have to be a handicapped golfer to even step on the course, it's a public course, 100% public owned by the Parks and Recreation Department in New York. There's five golf courses on the property. They're all colors. I'd probably have to play the yellow one. That would that would best describe how the course that they'd let me on. <laughs> I couldn't p- play Beth Page Black. That course is too difficult. I'd sp- yeah, that's it. It's a racist thing. <laughs> Do they have a white course? I'll play the white course. Hey, hey Lovey, you want to go play the white course today? They have to have one. I know there's like a black, blue, red. <laughs> but Brooks Kepka has definitely run away with it. And the funny thing about what Brooks is, the first of all, most people don't know how to pronounce his name. It's hysterical to me. Even when he won his past majors, people didn't know how to say his name. They would call into shows and pronounce his name wrong and just be like oh, man you don't watch i mean, he's not a guy that's going to win a lot of tournaments but he's going to win majors and that's what he said he focuses on and i I have no idea how he's capable of stepping up onto the course during major week and then elevating his game to the way way he does and he just like plays i I don't understand that how you pump yourself up I mean, there's been a lot of guys here recently that we I have thought were going to go on runs and win multiple majors, but they all just seem to win one, and that's it. Except for Jordan Spieth, he won, what, two Masters and a U.S. Open? Is he at three? I think he's at three, two Masters and a U.S. Open. But, you know, Dustin Johnson, Jason Day, they, they all have one major. Rory, Rory's rory got Brooks a few, Kefka but but he's in the midst of one of the best majors. Rory has a few, but he, he hasn't won one in a while now. The only Brooks Kepka is the only one I was I was secretly hoping for something, though, because if case anybody remembers back in uh back in the Ryder Cup, it was hysterical because there was a I believe it was a false false story about Brooks Kepka and his good friend DJ Dustin Johnson getting into a physical altercation at the Euros party after the Euros defeated the United States. Like, they had to be separated. Now, everyone's come out and said that this hasn't happened, but somebody came out and made up a story then. Or made up a story? Air quotes? Did somebody really make up a story? Because and the rumors started swirling real early in this conversation about Dustin Johnson maybe sleeping with Brooks Kepka's girlfriend. Dustin Johnson has already slept with another player's wife. I mean, he he got suspended for six months for an alleged problem. I'm not sure. Oh, I'm ready to go now. Come on, Dustin. Let's go. I'm not saying what kind of thing he was suspended for, but I mean, we can figure it out. So he took some time off. So Dustin's not one of the most... I don't, I don't know what to say, trustable people, because I personally don't know him. But when you have reports of him sleeping with someone else's wife or ex-wife at the time, I mean, there is a bro code that goes on, I guess. I mean, I don't know. If you're my friend, I'm probably not going to sleep with your ex-wife. I'm just going to say, you know, I have some friends out there. I, I've had people offer to swap wives for the night with me. But I think they said the wives go together and mean go together. Is that what it was? I can't blame the guy for trying, but you know, (laughs) when you don't, you don't, you don't, you know, sleep with a bro's woman. I mean, that's just a fact. Maybe if some time had gone by and you go to the guy and be like, "Listen, I, I'm looking at a relationship," but if it's just a hookup, you're you're a pro golfer. I'm sure you can go hook up any place you want. Your 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 bankroll is going to allow you to hook up. Once you know you walk into the bar and you start hitting on a girl, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm Dustin Johnson," and she goes to the bathroom and then Googles you, and it's like, "Wow!" And then she hits career earnings. <laughs> that's what they. That's what they'll do. You know, they'll they'll Google you, and then they'll do the career earnings. And once you know they see, you know, you got you got a couple of commas in your bank. A couple of commas goes a long way. <laughs> goes a long way. I can only imagine what you can pull with a couple of commas in your. you got one comma wow you're a big baller big baller is there at least a seven in front of that hopefully because i think we got like a one in front of ours (laughs) we're not doing too badly but we you know spent a lot of money here recently a lot of money pool pump oh my god dude a pool pump thousand bucks for a new pool pump Thousand bucks, and now I need a new filter on it. Like the filter is starting to shred apart. Like when I take it out, it's all flimsy and everything. I think. Oh man, I hope not. It better not be uh, a a filter. (laughs) I'm thinking seventy nine. I'm just guessing. Actually, Google that for me right now. Find out what a pool filter goes for. Oh man, two hundred. Get. That's that's it too. Is it? Oh, my God. $200? (laughs) (laughs) How are you you supposed to raise a family sometimes in this world? And other people are like, you got a pool and you're complaining probably. (laughs) It's a small pool. It's like a jacuzzi that fits about 15 people. Mm. (laughs) The laps in my pool are very short, though. (laughs) I'm not joking. You do very short laps. I could beat Greg Louganis. Oh, no. I said Greg Louganis. Man, I date myself sometimes when I say something. And Greg Louganis was a diver, not a swimmer. Michael Phelps. If I were to try to race Michael Phelps in my pool and he would do an Olympic pool, he would still beat me. And my pool is, what, 15 feet long? Maybe. Having trouble falling or... Mm, I don't have a problem sleeping. Doctor about It's our free advertisement. Oh, Will Ferrell. The only
1: guy in this jacuzzi right now.
0: Is that Jim Carrey? (laughs) (laughs) That is hysterical. I've never seen that skip before. Jim Carrey as a lifeguard, Will Ferrell in the lap pool that's a jacuzzi oh my god what is it jacuzzi lifeguard snl the uh, last week adam sandler hosted saturday night live if you haven't seen it go back and watch some of them skits there oh it's some of the funniest things i've ever seen there's a skit where adam sandler's at like a family reunion and his family is all the characters that he's ever done in a movie so, and everyone's like telling, saying how he steals them and uses them in movies, you know, don't say anything in front of Adam, we'll end up in his next movie. And it's, you know, like the water boy saying it. And then Nikki from, from, uh, what's the, what's the movie, Nikki? Little Nikki. Little is that the name of it? Little Nikki? Yeah. The little Nikki. Oh my God. It's so funny. Even one of his relatives is the golf instructor. The one who dies <laughs> with the one hand Chubbs. I know he used me in the movie And he's dressed identical It's so funny It's so well written Mm. I have to go down the board Did I hit everything on the board? I hit this We hit the heckler Graduation heckler How much trouble could we get in? NBA lottery Mm. Oh man, the graduation heckler though that's that's one of those winners right there, and I also think that in the moist hour, I can see the <laughs> I can see the moist hour getting big. That is wonderful. That is so annoying. Just the clearing your mouth sound and the and say moist every once in a while. Moist. That is really annoying. How long do you think you could get somebody to listen to? Uh, now, when, when I say we do something like that, what are the chances of, like, you sharing it to, like, Tosh? And Tosh is like, there's a radio station out there called the BS Radio Network, and they have the moist hour, where they say nothing but moist and make mouth noises. Moist. Moist. I mean, you really have to hate yourself, right, to listen to that? Moist. With Charlie snoring in the background, with the show dog snoring in the background. At least he finally stopped chewing on his paws. Oh, poor Charlie. He's getting old. We had to change his diet. My dog is English Bulldog. We had to change his diet. His fur was literally falling out all of a sudden. Like, he big bald spots of fur coming off of him. We changed his diet. We changed his shampoo. Now he's perfectly fine. I guess something just happens to him. They get to a certain age, and everything just starts falling apart on him. I don't know what that's like at 47. <laughs> like, are we cutting it out? Fire like this. I can't believe we forgot what the name of the show was. But listen, I'm flaming out here, so ready to call an end to it today? (laughs) That was a lot harder than I remember doing a show. (laughs) I'm not joking. That was a lot harder than I remember doing a one-person show. I'm definitely going to have to bring my A-game next time, or we're just going to do a shorter show. (laughs) One subject, get in, get out, that's it. Everyone, ADD Show, thank you for listening.